Hi, I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Today, we have an awesome message entitled, Am I Ashamed of Christ? Come on back here when, when you're done viewing so that we can talk some more. Hey! Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome into this Sunday, October the 25th. Uh, I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Listen, I just want to give a shout out to Bishop Dr. Gerald Lloyd. We have just been fellowshipping here with a song that he wrote um, that's entitled um, All Things New. Listen, look this up on YouTube. Dr. Gerald Lloyd or Gerald Lloyd, All Things New, and you too will become refreshed by hearing this song. Glory, glory. Come on, I need someone to say amen with me. Amen. In fact, for those of you who are joining us on Facebook and Instagram, just write amen right there in the comments section. Uh, yeah, come on, amen, amen, amen. There is none like you. That's right, see, I'm, I'm checking. There you go, there you go, amen, amen. There is none like you, Jesus, in all the earth. There is none like you. No one knows my heart like you yeah. do, Lord. For I could search throughout eternity long and find that there is none yeah. like you. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. I thank, thank God you, for that song. I thank God for the thank ministry you. of Sarah Jones. Thank I thank God for you here today. Today we're going to tackle some things um, that has been uh, out there. Um, some of the things that I've been hearing um, that we've been dealing with for a long time. Um, we just want to be able to get into uh, the Word of God this morning. So turn with me into 2 Timothy, the first chapter. 2 Timothy, the first chapter, beginning at verse number 6. 2 Timothy, the first chapter, beginning at verse number 6. Here we go, and it reads... Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us all, called, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works. Now, I'm going to stop there. I need to pause this. Um, who has saved us, uh, who, I'm sorry, with a holy calling, not according to our works, not according to our works, yes. but according to his own purpose and grace, which has given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I believe and am persuaded that he is able to keep 
what I have committed to him until that day. Until that day. Listen, I just want to give this uh, message a title by simply asking a question. And I'm going to ask this question of myself. And I need you to ask this question of yourselves by saying, am I ashamed of Christ? Am I ashamed of Christ? Glory to God. Listen, welcome, family. Welcome in here. Uh, today we have, uh, I'm looking at what's who's in the room right now. We have a very large group of very diverse people. What I mean by that, diverse in age, diverse in gender, um, diverse in race uh, here. So we want to tackle some things here. Um, and I believe this is something that we can all uh, uh, get uh, uh, from. So, so let's get right into it. Let's, uh, define ashamed. Ashamed is, the definition is embarrassed or guilty because of one's actions, characteristics, or associations. Mm -hmm. It's a reluctance to do something through fear of embarrassment, humiliation, or rejection. You know, I was thinking, uh, about now how can I relate this to everyone okay. um, but I just want to throw this uh, example out um, children have a way of demonstrating behaviors that show the the nature of adults okay what are you talking about preacher uh, let's let's go a little further on the first day of school uh, we'll say first day of elementary school or uh, uh, elementary school still starts at kindergarten, right? So first day of elementary school, a child walks with his parent holding hands tightly because one, the, the child is unsure about this new place called school. Now, some children are excited about the first day, but they're still going to some place that's unfamiliar. And so the child will hold the parent's hand and uh, and as they're going and and then the the child will uh hug or or kiss the parent goodbye have a good day okay i'll miss you okay but see something begins to happen on the next day the next day the parent and the child walks to school or uh the parent is walking the child into the school and they're holding hands like they normally would uh mom and dad and anxiously now looking forward to Going to school, the child is excited. You know, I'm going to school. You know, I got a book bag and everything. And uh, uh, and they would do their normal ritual now. You know, uh, give me a hug, baby. Uh, you have a good day. And and the child goes in. Now the child has met some friends. Glory to God. You know how it is when you meet friends. Uh, now you have an association or you have a connection uh, with with peers. Glory to God. And and we see that the uh, a child is now coming uh, to to school with with the parent. But things are a little different now. Um, the the child as he gets close to seeing his peers may begin to release the hand of the parent. Okay. Um, why is that important? Because now the child identifies or connects with um, their uh, 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 a peer group, uh -huh. and they no longer want to hang out with 
mom and daddy, and, and they don't want mom and daddy kissing on them in public, glory to God. Now, watch this. The, the child is still in want of the hugging and kissing, but now on the terms of, of the child. Oh, okay, you're, you're with me. Um, and so the, some parents recognize that, okay, you know, my son's getting older or my, my daughter's getting older and they will back up. But then there are others who are caught by surprise at the rejection. It's like, whoa, my child has rejected me for the first time and they don't know how to respond or to react to this. Glory to God. It's, but that's on the parental side. Now on the child side, they see that, wait a minute, my peers are, 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 are now in the room or my peers are in front of me and they can't see me uh, connect with mom and dad on, on that level. So there is a form of uh, embarrassment that comes as a result, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm a, a, a child or, or a baby that I need to hold my parents' hand or I need to kiss my, my father. Now, watch this. For, for the male child, it's even more concerning because the male child grows up hugging and kissing the father. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. But as the male child gets older, mm -hmm. he is the first one to want to separate mm -hmm. or distance himself from that type of public display of affection. Yeah, I'll, come on, I'm, I'm preaching here right now. See, because there's something that happens in us when we get to an age of maturity that we no longer want to be associated with those things of the past. Or there's something we don't want to be connected to, anything that might seem like I am uh, a less than, or I am less than mature. I am a uh, 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 less than uh, old enough to to not need my my mother's hand or my father's hand. Glory to God! And we become ashamed, and we learn at an early age that we can reject some things in order. Watch this not to be rejected. Glory to God. Uh, I think I might have told you a, a story once of how um, we were we were watching a, a, a child um, call his her mother uh, a name because she was upset with the mother. Um, and because she, this is a learned behavior that she saw somebody um, cursing at the, the mother. So she felt like, okay, I can do this. Um, and again, this is a form of rejection. Um, and I can imagine that at this point, the mother was embarrassed or ashamed or shame came on her because of the actions of the uh, daughter. But there's something that, that God is trying to get to us that he doesn't want us to be embarrassed or ashamed of what's coming. Um, let's, let's look at some of these things. Watch this. To be ashamed of Jesus means to feel shame or embarrassment before the world when we are identified publicly with him or his values or his message. See, there is something about us that um, we don't want to line up with the Lord in public because um, I, I, I don't know enough to defend or I don't, uh, you know, uh, people are going to laugh at me or make fun of me. And here comes the big one. 
because of what I used to do, if I say something, they're going to flip it and then throw it right back at me. Okay, let's stay there for a little bit. See, um, you know, when I was younger, um, I might have done some things, glory to God. I might have uh, been affiliated or connected to some things that actually went against the principles of God, glory to God. And maybe um, there are others in the room that remember when I used to do something. And because of that, when I see them, I become silent. I become mute and I do not be, I do not speak uh, the language of the Lord. I do not see. Now, when I say the language of the Lord, that doesn't mean that you take on the mantle of preaching to people. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being able to, to speak in a manner of love. I'm talking about being able to speak in a manner, uh, a manner of humbleness. I'm talking about being able to represent God in every aspect of our behavior. But because of where I was connected to, I become embarrassed or ashamed of my behavior, uh, both then and my behavior now. What? How can you be ashamed of, of two things? Because the enemy will bring confusion. Glory to God. The enemy will, will tell you that you cannot speak up to those things that are of God because of who you used to be. Or how about this? Because of what you do not know. Glory to God. See, some of us are very excited. Do you remember the, the first time that you gave your life to the Lord and you were just excited about Jesus? You were so excited about Jesus that you wanted everyone to experience what you experienced. Glory to God. So much so that you would tell people about the Lord and, and they would ask you questions. You would say, well, I, I, I don't know that. You got to go come to church with me and, and ask my pastor that question. We were just excited about it. But then something happened that uh, 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 people began to say, well, see, how can you talk that stuff? Because I remember when, see, whenever a conversation starts out with, I remember when somebody wants to take you back. They want to drag you through where you came from as a reminder that, hallelujah, that your stuff ain't really together. But let me tell you something. Faith says this. Yes, I used to do that. Yes, I used to say that. But thanks be to God, he didn't leave me there because now this is who I am. Glory to God. Let me move on here. Yeah, to be ashamed of Christ Jesus and his word by remaining a silent disciple now will cause him, Jesus, to be ashamed of us. When he returns in his glory, let's look at Luke, the ninth chapter around the 26th verse. It says, for, who, for whomever is ashamed of me and my words of him, the son of man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and his fathers and of the holy angels. God is saying, listen, if you're going to be ashamed of me now, when I come back, I'm going to give you exactly what you have given me. What do you mean? Uh, 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 I mean, I, I don't do that, God. It's like, you don't? Then why is it that when somebody is remorseful about what they've done, you begin to uh, remind them repeatedly over and over again how no good they are, how low down they might be? How come when somebody else is in that place where you were, you, hallelujah, you, you forget how it was 
was to be there. You forget what it was like to be rejected and, and feeling shameful at, at, at all the things that you've been associated with. That's a form of rejecting God. Glory to God. The scripture says, when your brother is overtaken of a, of a fault, ye who are spiritual, restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Why? Because you show God in your gentleness. Glory to God. It is so, things are so difficult now that we even take in groups and affiliated Christ in the group when God is nowhere in that thing. Uh-oh, uh -oh. be careful, preacher. You're, you're going down a, a path here. We got groups that, that, that we call uh, uh, moderates. We have groups that we call, uh, 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 thank you, conservatives. And we have the, the other groups on the other side that we call, uh, what's that, liberals. Uh, hallelujah. I'm not sure what any of those things mean, but I know this that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yes. Well, wait a minute, preacher. Can I be a conservative and be saved? Yes. Well, wait a minute, preacher. Can I be a moderate and, and still be saved? Yes. Well, wait a minute, preacher. I got one more. Can I be a liberal and still be saved? And that answer is yes, because the prerequisite is calling on the name of the Lord. That is my faith. Hallelujah. Stepping up into action and saying, Lord, I am in this spot. Lord, I am in this space and I don't want to be here any longer. And when I call upon the name of the Lord, he comes right away. Glory to God. See, he doesn't have to wait for a, 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 a concave. He doesn't have to wait for an association of, of Republicans, Democrats, or independents to show up. Glory to God. He shows up when we call upon his name. Well, come on, preacher, you got to slow down a little bit. Watch this. Let's go back to that child again. When a parent corrects or disciplines a child in public. See, there is something that happens for, for a child when he or she is corrected in, 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 in public. And that doesn't mean spanking. Is that whenever correction comes, there's and an immediate embarrassment that happens. Hallelujah. I'm preaching now. Glory to God. When correction comes, there's an immediate uh, 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 shame that, that comes upon the, the person. Uh, see, when the scripture says, when your brother is overtaken in a fault, hallelujah, that means something was wrong. That means that Something was done that was not right. That means something was said that was not right. And it goes on to say, restore ye who are spiritual, restore them in, in a spirit of gentleness. Why? Because God is trying to get something to them and he wants to use you to help. But if you are one that wants to shake the finger at them, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have said it. Don't you see everything that has happened as a result? of your actions. Glory to God. That's not for you. God is already working those things out. God is already dealing with those things. But it's the heart of the person that God is trying to minister to at the time. But though you who want to keep your foot down on their neck, hallelujah, that that that, that, that place of disapproval, that, that place of hallelujah, uh, of under control, because he watched this, because you might have done something to me, and I am justified in feeling this way, and I am justified in keeping you separate. But guess what? 
Consider yourself. Every time that we get to that place that uh, uh, we can't be forgiven or we can't show compassion to others, we are rejecting God. What are you talking about, preacher, rejecting God? I never reject anyone. Uh, see, I, I know I didn't reject God because um, uh, God wasn't in it. She said this to me, and because she said this to me, um, I just, you know, gave it back to her. Uh, nah, we are rejecting God. Let's go back to um, the, uh, script, uh, the scriptures. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. It is our natural nature to want to be liked and accepted by all, uh, by all the people. And why? Because I don't want to be rejected. Um, so I want to be all things to everybody. Recently, um, <laughs> hallelujah, I was, I was sharing, um, uh, 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 with, with my wife, Sarah, um, uh, people can, can, can take, um, from, from you. They can just keep taking, keep taking, keep taking, and you're supposed to, uh, uh accept it. But see, that's not true. I have been called to pastor, but I have not been called to pastor everybody. So everybody can't have my time. Glory to God. Um, I have, I have these, those of you who are watching, um, um, I am pastoring a, a, a group of people. I'm not pastoring everybody. God has not sent this gift out for everyone to use, but God has sent for a, a select number of, of people. So in other words, I have to be careful about where I'm spending my time or where I'm giving my time because God has not ordained or God has not opened that door for everything or everybody. Come on, let's move on. Verse 8, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me. Now, this is Paul talking. His prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. See, now this is where it, it gets, because we think that everything that I do is based on my works. Listen. God sees all, God knows all, and he has still called you. He's not asking for your perfection. He's going to make you perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll say that again. He's not asking for your perfection, but he's going to make you perfect. Yeah. See, you can't work yourself into his favor. You can't work yourself into his grace. And you can't work yourself into being that that, that bright light of, of example because Every hallelujah. Let me let me slow down because there are some people who remember you. I remember him. I remember Pastor Tony when when he was just Anthony. <laughs> hallelujah. I remember Pastor Tony when he was doing this. I remember Pastor Tony when he once said that if I stayed there in that that place, then my gift would not have been hallelujah executed or my gift would not have gone out for you. If I allowed the enemy to, 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 to let me stay in that place of shame, then I would not have gone forth. But Paul said something earlier. He said, stir up the gift 
that has come upon you by the laying of hands. In other words, I got to get that thing moving. You know, it's like, yep, I did that. Every time somebody reminds you of who you used to be, hallelujah. And when that shame begins to come, I, I challenge the room. I challenge you. It's like, you smile. It's like, yep, I used to do that. Thank God I am past that now. Because when we do that, we acknowledge it, yes, and thank you for, for, for reminding me of God's grace that has been on my life. Thank you for reminding me of where I used to be. Because, because of who he is, I can now go forward. Yes, I was at that place of not understanding. But be, when God brought understanding, I, it took me to a, a, a new level. Glory to God. So whenever, whenever the enemy wants to remind you of who you used to be, Watch this. Oh, I love this. Thank you, God. See, the enemy wants to remind you of who you used to be so that he can keep you right there in that place of regret. So he can keep you there in that place of shame. Because one thing about uh, 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 being uh, ashamed is being unrepentant. Hallelujah. See, when I'm ashamed, I'm unrepentant of what I used to do. I'm unrepentant of what I used to say. But the moment I repent, and that means change my mind, I might, the door is now open for me to go forward in Christ. But see, sometimes people don't want to let you go move forward. Uh-uh, no, 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 you don't understand what you did. You did something to me, and it cut me to the bone. Glory to God. But so I need to uh, reel you back in. It's like, no, I yes, I acknowledge that I said this. I acknowledge that I did this. But guess what? Thanks be unto God that he didn't leave me here. Glory to God. That's why the scripture says it's not by your works. Because God knows the things that you have done. And because he knows the things that you have done, he has already paved the way for you to get by them. Come on. Let's, let's move on. Uh, uh, the Romans, the, the first chapter around the 16th verse, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is power, it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Why is that important? Because, see, when, as Paul is saying here, when I am not ashamed by acknowledging that I am not ashamed, I open the door for me to go forward in life. I open the door for me to go forward in the situation. See, because he says it is power unto salvation. These are the things are these are the things that God intends for all of us, for all of us, when we call upon him. Glory to God. These things are so important to to all of us. I'm going to share something. I'll share something with you. Um, I'm going to take you back again. Uh, and I remember there was a, a young lady years ago that I was speaking with, um, and I forget her name, thank God. Um, but she, she was talking about um, the, the boyfriend that she had at the time, and she was saying how what a nice guy he was and how he was everything that, that she wanted in uh, a person. He was saved, um, but there was something wrong. And, and I was like, well, what is that? She's like, he's ugly. I'm like, what does that mean? Um, she's like, he doesn't look good. And so I'm, I'm embarrassed when people see me with him. So I tell them that this is just a friend. Hallelujah. Um, but this is what she's been asking God for. Glory to God. 
And one of the things that I was like, oh, okay. Now, I was just as quiet as you are right now, glory to God. And I felt like I needed to, to share something with her. So I reminded her of her testimony. I said, well, wait a minute. Didn't you ask God for these characteristics? And she said, yes. And didn't God uh, give you what you asked for? She's like, yes. I said, well, let me ask this question. Does his looks bother you? And she said, well, no, because I'm, I like him, but I'm embarrassed of what my friends might think. <laughs> And once again, I was like, Lord, give me the words to say. Then it, then it came to me. I said, well, let me ask this question of you. These people that you are afraid of what they were going to say, do they love you? And at first I was like, okay, God, where are you going with this? Um, and she stopped. And she says, no. She said, actually, they're, they're my, she called them frenemies. I'm like, so, so they're not even your friends. She said, no. I said, so why do you care? Why do you care? You asked God for something and he gave it to you. And you like it. And all of his non-cuteness, you liked it. But you didn't want it in public because you were afraid what everybody was going to say. Or how about this? There are people right now that's in your life. Hallelujah, there it is. There are people right now that are in your life, but you are ashamed that they're there. It is not for you to get anyone saved. God does the same. He just needs you to be the example. God is already working those details out. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Uh, uh, we we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Uh, where, where was I, where was I? Uh, uh, last piece, last piece. Um, salvation, hallelujah, means deliverance. Bringing safely through, keeping from harm. The way that leads, the way that God leads us through life to eternal fellowship with him in heaven. It is very important here, and there it is. It is very important that we understand where God is trying to, to, to take us. Paul says something um, uh, like this when he says about stirring up the uh, a gift. I, I'm going to go back to that one. Um, uh, hallelujah. Where, where, where was I? Here it is. There it is. Um, it says, Timothy is, is compared um, to, to fire that he must fan into a flame. The gift of power bestowed on us by the Spirit does not automatically remain strong and vital. It must be fueled by the grace of God through our faith, in our prayers, in our obedience, and diligence. I'll say it again. It must be fueled by the grace of God through our prayer, faith, obedience, and diligence. Hallelujah. You know, so well, how do you do that? Well, you know, when, when you have a, 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 a flame, there it is. When you have a fire, fire cannot um, multiply into flames unless it's fueled by oxygen. 
oxygen comes when we begin to take a flame and we begin to fan it. The oxygen comes and, and it causes it to expand. Well, so too is the gift of God that is in us. We have to be able to stir those things up. God has given each one of us gifts on the inside. He's given us uh, a talent um, that need to be fed. Well, well, why is that important? And why is that important to this message there, uh, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. We are so concerned about other people's perceptions, but when we realize, when we don't realize that God has something for them through us, that he wants to get them through us by using that very gift that you have. Well, what if you said, well, listen, preacher, I understand all that, but I don't know what my own gifts are. Hallelujah. That's why we stay in God, because sometimes we're the last one to know. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just take a, 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 a cooking, for example. There are some people who are gifted cooks, but for them, because it's their gift, they don't recognize it. It's like, well, all I did was put this pie together. Glory to God. Uh, can't you do that? It's like, no, I can't do that. I recognize that's not my calling. That's not my gift. But because it's mine, sometimes I'm the last one to recognize that it's a gift. Well, that's where we are. See, but Paul is telling us, listen, we got to stir up that thing that's on the inside of us. And when we stir up that thing that's on the inside of us, all of that other stuff goes aside. All of that guilt goes aside. All of that shame goes aside. Uh, uh, when we begin to notice that, okay, well, wait a minute. I, 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 going back to that same uh, uh, sister, uh, I, I can't take this brother out in public because he don't look like they want him to look. Glory to God. Well, he's not for them. He's for you. Glory to God. Uh, uh, and so I need to stir up that, that gift that's on the inside of me, uh, one, of, of love and compassion. Two, uh, of, of understanding that, hey, this gift is not for everybody, but this gift is for me. Glory to God. And so that's why we get stuck in these superficial uh, relationships. That's why we get stuck in this uh, 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 superficial affiliation where we have taken on causes that we weren't called to. Glory to God. Because we want the acceptance, the acceptance and not the rejection of other people so that we can stay uh, uh, where, where we think we, we want to be. But guess what? When there's no peace, there is no connection. And once we're, when you're in God, there's peace. When you're in God, there is acceptance. And when you're in God, you have the love and the compassion that you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to end right there. I'm going to end right there because I'm going to pick this up again at, at a later date. Um, but if you have been dealing with that re rejection, if you've been dealing with being ashamed, um, I challenge you to leave those things here today. We're going to pray here in, in, in about two seconds. We're going to pray and we want to leave all that stuff because you can't go forward. The enemy is attacking your homes right now. And because you're ashamed or you haven't dealt with some of the shame that you had earlier on, you we want to keep people uh, uh, in that place of being stuck or you yourself is in the place of being stuck. Glory to God. God wants to release us from all of it. And notice that I said us, because just uh, uh, 
sometime this week, I was in, in the store and I was looking for a, a battery. And um, they said, well, listen, uh, we don't have the batteries in this section, but you have to take this uh, voucher card, pay for it, and they have the, the batteries up there at the uh, counter. Well, I'm standing in this long line and I go to get the, the battery. And once I pay for it, the, um, the, the gentleman there says, okay, thank you and have a nice day. And I'm like, where's the battery? He said, I don't know. And he wasn't offering any help. And I wasn't trying to give any compassion. I'm like, look, I need to get the, but then I recognized that, that, that this person, um, was, was different. And, um, hallelujah. This was conviction. That was immediate conviction about my attitude toward this person. And I said to him, I said, okay, I'm sorry. Um, is do you think there's somebody else here who could help us? Notice I didn't say help me. I said help us because he didn't have the information either. He says, yes, I think so, but I don't know who. I'm like, okay. And I said, what about this uh, young lady over here? And he said, yes, she can help us. Now, so you see what just happened there? He began to model or say the same things I was saying because we both needed some help. He needed to know some information, and I needed to get this battery so I can get back to work. Glory to God. And so we were helping one another. Glory to God. But conviction came to me immediately because I got frustrated because I had to wait in this line, and now you don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You're supposed to know. Guess what? Me fussing at this person doesn't get them any more information than what they had before. Glory to God. But when we work together to figure out how can we do this, how can we work this thing out together, um, then we can both get what we wanted. If there wasn't a repentance within me by one apologizing. Now, he didn't know what I was even talking about, um, but I knew. I knew that there was something wrong. My attitude was wrong. The preacher was standing in this long line, and now I'm going to pay for my thing, and you're telling me to have a nice day, and you're not giving me what I paid for. But I wasn't there for that moment. I wasn't there for that. I was there to show love and kindness. And even though I blew it at the first second, the first instant, God gave me another chance to get it right, right in that same moment. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. And we thank you for what you are doing. God, I give you all honor, all glory, and all praise, Lord God, for who you are. I thank you, Lord God, in advance. Father, for what you're saying and doing, Father. Father, that you won't let us stay in this place. Father, I thank you for being a representative of you. Lord God, I no longer, Father, want to be worried about what others think. But Lord God, I care about what you think. Now, Lord God, help us. Father, help us not to be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the salvation that comes with the gospel. 
I thank you, Lord God, for the healing that comes with the gospel. I thank you, Lord God, for the plan and the purpose that comes with the gospel. And so, Father, like Paul said, Father, I'm not going to be ashamed of, of, of the gospel because it is, it is power and love, hallelujah, in Christ Jesus. You know, I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing and what you're saying to, to these, for us, your people, Lord God, at this time. And this season, Lord God, and I thank you in advance, Lord God, for what you're saying. Lord God, your word says that if we are ashamed of you, then you will be ashamed of us. And Father, we don't want that. But Lord God, we want to stand for what's right. Father, we don't want to work in self-righteousness. There it is. But Lord God, we want to work in your righteousness. Help us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Help us be compassionate, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Help us show love and kindness toward all men. Help us, Lord God. Father, we thank you for what you are doing. And we thank you that you're not leaving us in this place. But, Lord God, you're growing us even stronger. In Jesus' name we pray. We adore you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. I hope this message has, has, has resonated with you. God doesn't want to leave us in that same place. But he wants to give us even more uh, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, so that we can be a representative of his. Considering ourselves considering ourselves as we go forward in the name of the Lord. God bless you. It's offering time, and we invite you um, to send your tithe and your offering um, to our cash app. That's dollar sign impact fellowship. Dollar sign impact fellowship. Um, all money's given helps, helps to grow this ministry. Um, if you are, if you've been blessed by this ministry, then we invite you um, to uh, a tithe with us. We invite you to, to give an offering with us. In addition to that, if you've been blessed by this ministry, then share it with somebody else going forward. Share it with somebody else so they too can find the blessing that you have received. God bless you, and I hope you have enjoyed yourself today in the Word. Be blessed this week on purpose in Jesus' name. Wow, I hope you were blessed by that message. Listen, God is not through with us. Um, he is always adding to us each and every day. So if you found yourself anywhere in this message, take heart that God is not done and he's going to continue doing in you what he started. Be blessed.